Hey guys, I'm Brad. I'm Lisa. And welcome to Unrunned to Pursuit. We just want to invite you guys into real unedited conversations about real life topics that affect your marriage. Yeah, guys, we are passionate about training and equipping marriages to succeed through God. Hey guys, welcome back. Season five, episode four. I am trying really hard to resist my husband's. Mm-hmm. Okay, calm down. Oh. <laughs> Sickness uh, is what I was eh, going to say. I'm not trying to another. resist you in any other way, baby. That's right. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> so if we both sound like a couple of 80 year old smokers. Um, I'm not sick. All oh. right. <laughs> okay. Dunks, Listen, his, dunks his tea. <laughs> I can drink tea. I can't drink coffee. It's too late in the day. It's not smart. Honey, right? you're right. You're not sick. I'm not sick. I know. I have the residual voice Effects. because I coughed a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm not sick anymore. Uh, praise Jesus, mm-hmm. from whom all blessings flow. Okay. <laughs> so anyways, we want to start off today's episode with a review from you guys. You've been so awesome the last couple of weeks of just submitting new reviews. And we just yeah. like thank you so yeah. much. That really does encourage us, helps other people to find us. So thank you so much. This one is from Rose R. It says, good listen, such a good vibe and easy to listen. Their conversations are full of laughter and authenticity. They bring up really great topics that make me look at where I can better myself and also as a couple. Which we love. Yep, that's, that's it. That's right what there. we want to do right there. So um, thank you so much for taking the time to leave that review and encourage us. We appreciate it. Yeah. So we've had like three pretty intense episodes. I we're, know. And we're just going to keep going. I know. That's how we're rolling. I know. And it's been a busy day. It's been a busy Lisa day. You guys, my husband, my husband has been a uh, trooper. Listen, uh, so there's, oh, another, no. Oh, no. there's another Instagram page. Art of spousing. Art of spousing. And it's a couple that we met when we went to get us uh, like certified, know, certified as coaching and marriage coaching and um, super cool couple. And they posted the other day, he or she, I don't know which one. I'm assuming he, okay. I could be wrong. <laughs> posted said they coined this term and it was fogey. Mm-hmm. I love it. Because there's the FOMO, which is there's fear of FOMO, missing out. Fear of missing out. Then there's Fogey. Fear of getting invited. <laughs> Let me tell you, I read that and I was like, I was like, I was like Katniss on Hunger Games with like the three fingers in the oh, air at the camera. Gosh. I was like, yep, three fingers, kiss three I fingers in the air. I wish that I could do that sound uh, right now. It'd be so epic. <laughs> that is just. Anyway. Okay. I'm like, because so this morning we had to go to this. It was cool, cool mm-hmm. function. I had to go to it. Beautiful house. Lots of people. Lots of talking. I told Lisa before I left, don't leave me. I didn't. You didn't. You kind of did a little bit. <laughs> How did I leave but you? But then I like scooted over there. Oh. But don't leave me. Right. But it was cool. I met some people. It was all good. <laughs> Y'all would think that Brad was so lasted, shy, and he's like not. It lasted like a, a decent amount of time. Then we get home. Um, man, we Plug. got home, and then I set this up because we don't, you know, we don't have it set up. So I set this all up, and we got some stuff coming out. I don't know. Has it been? Let's plug it. Has I it mean, been plug- I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't know if I'm allowed to do this. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So myself and Expedition Marriage, Chris from Expedition Marriage. 
we're gonna have a um podcast specifically a, yeah, for men. A podcast specifically for men to come out. Yep. I mean if and the ladies want to listen, they can. Yeah, it's clear. dropping on Monday. the 29th. ninth. Mm-hmm. Um so anyway, sat down with him, recorded. Um I think my voice sounded worse and he was laughing because he's like, Don't lose your voice because then Lisa's gonna be mad at me. And I was like, I know, I gotta rest the moneymaker. Oh my gosh. <laughs> he started okay. laughing so hard. I started laughing too because that's clearly not <laughs> true. It's called Not Your Average Man. So yes. definitely go leave a review over there. Uh, we are wanting this to be a resource for more and more people. And that's a Absolutely, really great way yeah. to do that. So if yeah. you guys will also do us that favor and make sure all of you husbands and all of you wives get your husbands to listen to this. I'll tell you more since we came out with season five, I've had more and more men. Yes. I uh, love that. So much. Out, so I think that's good. Yeah. Well, right. I think it really helped that you shared your entire side of your story. I think that really helped. So anyways, all of that to say, we got some major things going on. We're excited about it. And we are pushing through continuing this series of just kind of sharing our story and the process yeah. of reconciliation. Yeah, last week we went over like kind of detox, mm-hmm. right? Like what now, right? Like we get back together, move back in the house, make all these crazy decisions. Yep. And then it's like, well, right, that's cool, but you still need to detox. So, you know, that's cool. And then now what's like the next step? I guess. I don't know. What are you calling these things? Yeah, I I would say, you know, we always emphasize this does not look the same for everybody, but we're just relaying our journey in the hopes that it helps somebody out there to have just an accumulation of what our story kind of what we walked through and the steps that we had to take. And it doesn't look the same for everybody. No. And also the steps are, it's not like, okay, I detoxed. Now I do today mm-hmm. we're talking about transparency today. right so it's not like all right we decided to get back together or we decided to fight for our marriage now i'm gonna detox okay detox is over now, now this is what i'm I mean, doing it's <laughs> not that it's it's really all yeah connected mm-hmm. it's kind of like the stages of grief like a lot of times somebody will experience one stage and then they go to another one and then they'll revisit it, it it's it's a whole process and it's ultimately why we keep pushing you guys to go to Jesus, go to Jesus, go to Jesus. Because trust me, we talked to several couples this past week and Brad and I in conversation separately were like, man, I don't know how you walk through stuff like this without Jesus. Yeah. I don't because it's just so, it's so hard to carry and you need a hope beyond what you're staring at right in that moment. Mm -hmm. So yeah, today we're going to talk specifically about the area of transparency. And I'm just going to let you kind of talk about what that looked like for you. Uh, Your home at this point, we have, you know, made the decision to reconcile. But at this point, you're kind of, like you said, in that eggshell stage and Mm -hmm. also still detoxing Mm -hmm. and knowing that you need to be transparent. What does that look like for you? Mm -hmm. I, would, I didn't pause. know. Well, I didn't know you were gonna <laughs> go this way. Um, you never do. No. <laughs> you keep me in the dark like a mushroom. <laughs> you know, like they said, that's a saying. That's a saying. Okay. Anyway, uh, maybe it's a saying. I don't, know. I don't think <laughs> so. <laughs> All right. So for me, transparency. Um, 
It's tough. It wasn't tough. It was twofold tough. I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> I wish people could it's see your faces tough. that you have when you're saying So, things. because it's tough in the sense of like, if you are still detoxing and if you're still trying to, you know, let go of everything and you say you're fully, you know, in your walk with Christ, but you're still like, you're still battling Mm -hmm. stuff, then, then you're, you might end up lying and not being fully transparent. Right. So it's tough. Which clearly is a huge setback. Yes. And that happened. Mm -hmm. That happened to us. So it, it's tough in that sense. And it's also tough in what do you say? What do you answer? Not that you're holding something back. So say, for example, you are all in a hundred percent and there's nothing you're, you're detoxed, right? Like Mm -hmm. there's nothing you're holding on to anymore. You know, you've, you, you're not battling Mm -hmm. like flesh. You're not doing like you're, you're in a good place and you're building this marriage, trying to rebuild it through Christ again, trying to rebuild this marriage and now it's like transparency in that sense how much do you share like and it's tough because you're not going to lie to your spouse if lisa asks me a question i'm going to answer it and it's going to be tough it's so hard to answer questions not because you're trying to hide things it's just so hard to answer the questions period like it's like diving back into where you don't want to be Mm-hmm. Right, if that makes sense. Um, now, to Lisa's credit, I don't know who was, you know, mentoring you or how you walked through this. You'll talk about it, but how how much do you want to know? Right. So, like, there's like the overarching bad. Mm-hmm. Right. This is what happened. This is what I did. This is where I'm at now. And yes, I'm still have some issues, but I'm getting, I'm detoxing. I'm like, I'm actively fighting, right? I still have these, I'm actively fighting. So I'm on the right path. This is the big picture. How much detail do you want to know? Mm-hmm. Like as a spouse has been betrayed, right? Because, and, and you, you could, you'll speak to this, but is it even healthy? Mm-hmm. Right? Like I, as the person that betrayed being transparent. If Lisa asked me detailed questions, it would hurt like so bad because one, I would answer them, right? I'd have to feel like I need to answer these. So I'd have to answer them. And then I would just see hurt over again. And then I would have to relive what I don't ever want to relive. Like I don't ever want to, Go back. Like, here's how it works. If someone's detoxed, especially in what I did, specifically in what I did, but I'm sure it goes on forever. And and then, you know, where I was and then being transparent, there are times still to this day that I fall. I don't fall. Well, not fall in that sense. Like, I'm a man, right? I'm, I'm sinful. We're, like, I'm, I say I'm a man, not that I'm like a physical man, but like a human, yeah. right? I'm sinful. But I mean, like, my mind will fall back 
to things I did. And I don't want it to. And I hate that. I hate it. But that's the consequence of your actions, right? God forgave me fully, fully. I, you know, right? He forgave me. Like, that's it. He forgave me. I'm good. But, the, but there's consequences, earthly consequences to what's happening, even though I'm choosing to follow Christ. So, you know, when we talk about transparency and we're talking about this today, and when Lisa would ask me questions, my mind would go straight back all the way to where I don't even want to be anymore. Mm-hmm. And then you're having to relive that in your head to talk about, to answer the question of your spouse. Yeah. Right? So, so transparency is good, 100% good. But how many layers? Like, I guess for me, the question I'll give you when I'm done talking is, why or what, how deep of details do you need? And does that make it better? Mm-hmm. Right? Does like, hey, you know, we're reconciled in marriage. I need to know everything. Okay. You know, let's, let's do this. I, and I, what I'm saying is details, right? Like you need to know everything. You need to know the overarching thing. Mm-hmm. This is what happened. This is the time frame it happened in. Yes, it was horrible. These are the things I did. I don't ever want to do them again. You know, like this is it, right? But the tendency is for the betrayed is I want to know more. Mm-hmm. Like I want to know details, right? Which I don't know. I could be going against totally against like what counseling would say. Mm-hmm. I don't know what counseling would say because we didn't do that. But once again, yeah, please get counseling. Please, get absolutely. <laughs> We're not saying not to do that, but we didn't do that. So I don't know if I'm going against what counseling is saying. But how deep do you want to go into what your spouse did? Well, and I think this is really dependent on. The betrayer, if you will, in their willingness to be forthcoming and to lay it down and to, you know, literally be walking away from that lifestyle and detoxing. Mm -hmm. So I think to kind of answer a little bit about what you were talking about, um, I think everyone's instinct when you have been lied to, when you find out that this, you know, area of your life that you felt was a certain way, regardless of whether it's specifically infidelity or something Mm. else, the betrayal of trust in some capacity causes you to crave truth in a way that you didn't actually know you hungered for so much because you kind of take truth for granted when it's just, when you know, just know that someone is, you know, walking alongside you and you, you, you aren't worried about whether or not what someone is saying is true. So when you realize that there is that fraction in, in your life, not fraction, I I can't think Mm -hmm. fracture. There we go. Fracture in your Mm -hmm. life. All of a sudden you crave truth and you kind of go after this and like all of our human understanding, like I had this season where I did feel like just this PI, you know, like I'm just this private investigator Mm -hmm. who's, you know, my job was to find out how much of my life was a lie. That was literally how I felt. Yeah. How far back did this go? I wanted to know all the details. I wanted to read but, all the text messages. But I think, well, okay, now you're hitting it, right? Because I think, like, I want to know how far back this goes. I want to know what in my life is a lie. That's fine. 
Yeah, I wanted to read text messages. I wanted to see emails. I wanted to know every correspondence because there mm. was this part of me that was so craving truth that I was willing to go to even some really dark places in order to feel like I actually had a solid mm. truth. And there is this really fine line, and it is why we wanted to talk about it today, because to a certain extent, yes, like you said, there is this necessity of knowing what you're dealing with and of truth and honesty. And it's really important for the betrayed person in that situation to be willing to be honest. I kind of think of this, even when we talk to our kids, we'll ask them, we've always told them, we'll be honest with you whenever you ask a question, Mm -hmm. but we will respond sometimes with, do you really want to know the answer? Yeah. (laughs) No, you're so, yeah. Well, you're right. So in the sense of like, so here's the difference. If your spouse, if you're trying to, you know, you're in this stage, the reconciliation process and you, you need, you have to have transparency and it's different levels, right? Like we had transparency with my phone, Mm -hmm. right? In the sense, like you can grab it anytime you want. You had my passwords, you had whatever you needed that needs to happen. Right. And then we have, and we talk about it and we'll probably talk about next week, but we had guardrails set up and that helped with transparency. Mm Mm-hmm. But in that sense, that is like, those are, that's another level of transparency. The other level is, okay, I want to know everything you did. Maybe we need to define it as current transparency and former transparency. Yeah. yeah. Because what I'm getting at though is when it's so hard. So like if I'm still detoxing, right? Not still doing whatever I was doing. When I'm like detoxing, but I'm still trying to hold on to stupid things, right? Then when someone's going to be transparent, when I'm supposed to be transparent, I'm going to get defensive. Yeah. Right? And then now I'm going to be like, why are you questioning me? Why do you want to know these things? Mm -hmm. You know, Don't you trust me? Don't you trust me? No, No. (laughs) I don't trust you. That's why I'm asking these questions, which is a valid statement to say back. Like, no, I don't trust you right now at all. Mm -hmm. I need to know. So like a lot of, you know, a lot of the other transparency that we dealt with was, okay, where are you going? I'm going to the grocery store. All right. Like, you know, and I'm texting, I'm at the grocery store, leaving the grocery store, I'm heading home. Like Mm -hmm. all that's like a level of transparency, Mm -hmm. right? Like this is exactly what I'm doing. What we're really getting at that's like the hard part where you get mad if you're not fully living for Christ or fully, you know, letting go of everything is I want to know X. And then how dare you ask me that? Like, I don't want to tell you that's not coming from love. What comes from love is your spouse, because she's so hurt or he's so hurt, right? It's not always mm-hmm. the, you know, the way we had it. He or she is so hurt. That they're like, I, they say, I need to know. Here's my question. I need to know blah, 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 detail. The loving response is, are you sure you need to know? Mm-hmm. Right? Okay, let's, let's like back it up a little bit outside of infidelity. There's things I do at work. They're not wrong. They're not secrets. But if Lisa asked me, there's times I've said, do you really, do you really want to know? Mm-hmm. Because I've seen things that I don't want my family to have seen. Mm -hmm. Just because that's the nature of what I do for a living, right? So it's like, I will tell you. 
what I saw. I will tell you what I dealt with. But do you really want to know? Mm-hmm. That's coming from love in the, in the sense like of I'm like. I'm not trying to hide anything from you. I, don't, I will tell you. Yeah, I don't want to hide anything from you. But I don't want to share what I have because it's going to hurt. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't want to share what I've seen because it's going to hurt. Like, and it's a fine line. It's such a fine line. It's su- and, so and fine. Because there are things that, like I said earlier, I'll fall back mentally and I hate it. Something will trigger me and I'll fall back mentally and I hate it and I don't ever want to talk about it. I don't want Lisa to ask me. I don't want her to ask, like, well, what did you do? Like, I want to know. I don't want that. Not because I won't share it, because why? Why do I want to put hurt back out there? Right? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I think, you know, when I've talked to a lot of women trying to navigate through this stage, there's several pieces of advice that I would offer. One is recognizing that everything that you know you have to heal from. So as far as you deep and as far as you as far as you dig, as deep as you go to like discover all the little details, the more you know, know that you are adding to your healing <coughs> process. It's just <coughs> the truth. Excuse me. It's not easy to forget what you see and forget what you've But it's not coming read. from ignorance. No, absolutely. And not. that's I think that's the 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 thing that you have to try to define, right? It's Lisa knows what I did. She doesn't want to know a fine detail. And there's more details than I should have known and I had to heal from. And well, so, and yeah, that's, that's why, why because yeah. of that other healing process. Yeah, right? absolutely. And I don't want to speak for you. I didn't have to deal with that, you know, in that sense. So I don't want to speak for you on that. But I just want people to know, like, Lisa's not like, oh, let me just be ignorant. Ignorance yeah. is bliss. Let me just, and that's not what that is at all. She knows, but how deep do you want to know? I think what helped me and a question that you may want to ask yourself if you're in this situation is I, I got pretty specific in my thought life and we'll get into this in further detail in another episode. But in that process, as I felt the need to know all the things, right. And I was kind of trying to grasp at control because, you know, as we've touched base on when you don't have control, you grasp for control in some capacity. And so that's what I was trying to do. And so I wanted to know everything. And there came to this point in my life where I recognized that the further that I was digging, the more of my joy was being stolen. Not just over like our marriage, but like specifically like the great joyous events of our marriage, of our life. These things were becoming tainted with other other aspects that I, I had this veil over now, like, oh, well, this was going on, this was happening, this. And it came to this place finally because we had made the determination at this point, like we are moving forward, right? Mm-hmm. We are going to try to reconcile that I had to make a decision that I was no longer going to let the enemy steal any more of my past. Yeah, that's so what you're saying is so powerful because you're not saying happiness. No. That's different. Joy is so much different. Absolutely. Right? Joy is that deep-rooted joy, knowing that I'm a child of God. Like, mm-hmm. no matter the battle, I'm, vic- I'm victorious. Yeah. Like, at the end, I have joy. Right? No one can take that from me. Enemy can, 
with exactly what you were saying. And so that's so powerful in and of itself is like learning. You learned through trial and error. You learned that no, like this is taking joy away from me. It's changing my memory of, you know, certain, you know, whichever events they were, it's changing my memory of those events and it's tainting everything. And then that's hard because you are, we are restarting Mm -hmm. and we're choosing, this is the new point we're moving forward, but you still have wedding day. You still have vacations that you, you know, you still have all these things that were great. Babies being born, babies, life being built. And there's beautiful moments all around that. And I found myself so wrapped up in needing to know what areas of my life were a lie that so many of the beautiful truths that were there, I was finding I couldn't, I couldn't accept them to be what they really were. I I wanted to, everything was filtered through this lens that was broken and hurt and, you know, full of this deception that I wondered if my entire life had been tainted by. And so there came to this point where I, I literally had to say, okay, I have to, I have to let this area of my life, like I know enough to know what we have to recover from. Yeah. And what I don't know, I have to release Mm -hmm. like, and it's not my job to know everything. And I made that decision consciously, not because you denied me anything I asked. And there's a very distinct difference there. I specifically chose not to ask Brad certain questions. In fact, we've been asked questions before on interviews that's that literally I have never asked Brad yeah. before. And it's not because I'm like Brad mentioned, it's not because I'm blind to it. I am very aware. Yeah. I specifically have not asked certain questions because I specifically do not want to know the answer to all of those questions. Yeah. Well, even on like from my side, I don't want to answer them. Like I explained earlier, like it scared me when you would ask me questions, not because I was like, okay, what kind of lie am I supposed to spin up right now? Like, how do I do that? No, because I was like, at what point is it too much? I don't want to answer this. Like, because for coming from the, the bad guy side, right? <laughs> the betrayer side. The betrayer side. <laughs> coming from that side, like for me, it was like, like I know I'm bad. Now I have to make it worse. Mm-hmm. Like I already know I'm bad. Like you don't have to rub my nose in this anymore. Like I know what I did was horrible. I don't want to tell you anymore. Yeah. Because I just feel like, okay, now I'm, I'm worse. Yeah. Now I'm a little worse. Now I hurt you more. I've hurt you more. And then as the betrayer, you're like, how do you even look at me right now? Mm-hmm. Like that's, those are the things coming, going through the other side of that person's head is how are you even looking at me now? How are you going to say you love me? How yeah. are you, are you sure you want this marriage to keep going on? Like these are those questions. Yeah. It's kind of that process of that cycle of 
shame that the enemy wants us to stay in completely. He doesn't want you to yes. walk in forgiveness of yourself and he doesn't want the other spouse to forgive either. He wants there to con- to be this continued aspect of like, you're unlovable. You yeah. are unforgivable. Yep. And like everything around you screams that message in those moments. Like, We've talked about this before, right? Culture in and of itself wants to pretend that sex does not matter until you walk into this. Until it matters. Until you walk into something like this. And then all of a sudden, you're unforgivable. Mm -hmm. There's no getting past this. You you have to stand in this shame for the rest of your life. It becomes literally who you are. And it's... It is such a twisted way of, yeah. you know, like <laughs> we've talked about this before, but just how the enemy, like, you know, taunts you, tempts you, and all these things. And then the moment you give into temptation, shames you. You just absolutely. <laughs> okay, so there's just this constant yep. cycle. And so when it comes to transparency, that specific aspect, we are talking about this kind of a little bit. With this emphasis that there is this such a fine line. I needed to know if I came to you and I specifically asked a question that I really felt like mm. I needed to know that you were going to be forthcoming. Yeah. And it was in, in part of the reason I knew that you were willing to do that is how you were living your life in that season. Yeah. Which is like we talked about former transparency and current transparency in your current season that we were in in that moment. You were actively, here is my phone. Mm -hmm. Um, Here are my passwords. I'm not going over here. I'm not hanging around these people. Um, I am cutting these things off off from my life. I am seeking Christ. I'm going after God. All of those things gave me an assurance of where we were going versus having to be fully immersed in where we had come from all the time. And it was, one, first let me say this, I didn't tell Lisa, I'm seeking Christ. I'm not, you know, I didn't, I just did it, right? So like, you don't, you know, I when I coach men and I give them all these things to do, I tell them just start doing it. Don't tell your wife. Hey, you noticed I took out the... Bible app today, yeah. have a seven day streak. Yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> right. Like, I mean, if you want to talk about a verse that you read, like yeah. that's fine, but what's your motive behind it? But don't do it. Don't do it to say, look what I'm doing. That's what Lisa's saying. All these things I started doing, they were because I was like, I need my faith in Christ. Right. I need this. This is what I need first. Yes. Right. And so all these things led that common goal, that goal I wanted. Um, then on the other side of that, that transparency piece, I walked around scared, like, like a nervous scare, like not so much eggshells, but like, what's she going to ask me? Because I didn't like, it was just scary. It was like, what am I going to answer? Like, I'm going to answer the truth, but like, what am I going to have to answer? Mm Mm-hmm. Right? Like, what's the next question and what am I going to have to answer? What do I have to say? Like, what, what's going to be the thing that I have to pull out and be like, okay, like, this is it. This is what happened. Like, I didn't want to do that twofold, really. And I said it earlier, but twofold. One, I didn't want to hurt you. But two, I, I didn't want to live in more shame. Mm-hmm. Like, that was it. There's things to this day 
and you've said this, that you don't know, like detail-wise, and I don't want to relive it. On purpose. Yes, it was on, yeah, exactly, all this is on purpose. This isn't something I tried to hide. Um, this is a place I don't ever want to be. And I would emphasize, too, what was, you know, you talked about this actively seeing something in you. Your change was not for me. It was yeah. for you. Yeah. You were doing these things because you needed to do them. And so when I saw that, yeah, it it released me from being responsible for whether or not you were going to pursue something different. I I saw you actively going after it. Yes, this, the byproduct was our marriage was mm -hmm. reconciling, right? But the goal was that you were going to have a right relationship with Christ. Mm -hmm. and And in doing that, you were changing. Yeah. And I could see that the more that you drew close to him, the more that I saw you actively desiring the things of God, the more I saw a man who was changing. Not overnight. No, this did not happen <laughs> I overnight. wish it had happened overnight for all of you who are listening and wanting to fast forward so yeah. fast. I will say this, like transparency is huge. It's it's like it's key. It's one of the biggest keys to reconciling your marriage. I wanted to be fully transparent. Like and you have to want that. Mm -hmm. Those things that I've said in this episode just a few minutes ago, it wasn't like I was prepared to say everything. Yeah, it wasn't a desire to hide. It wasn't a desire to hide it. The desire was like I don't want to. I'm going to, but I don't want to. Like, I don't want to share all these things. But if you're going to ask me, like, I'm going to do it. Like, that was the mentality. There was no more hiding. There can't be hiding mm -hmm. at all. There cannot. There's like, you there's can't. There's no room for that. There's no room for that. There's no, like that just, say you have the quote unquote perfect marriage right now, but you guys are hiding things from each other. You're just opening a little crack of a door mm -hmm. and you might think it's harmless right now because that's usually what it is right a very harmless thing but it starts growing and growing and growing because you hid something you don't need to hide anything from your spouse no no and if you're hiding you know that text message thread or you feel like mm -hmm. you need to delete something when that coworker texts you something because it just makes just you get this funny feeling like there's just you know maybe yeah. something inappropriate there like trust me now like get rid of it be ruthless about it and it's one of those things like in scripture when i when i talk to people going through this process is like god says he's going to reveal things oh yeah and he will he is he he does do oh, those things let me tell like little <laughs> little side like growing up right growing up in a christian home like my mom used to say that you got a little fear in you whenever she oh prayed over Oh my me. gosh, because it's like, <laughs> God will, God, I don't remember what her saying was, right? But that's what, it, you know, basically it was like, God reveals all truth. Like the truth will come out. Mm -hmm. It will come out one day. And man, like you talk about like as a kid, like, oh my gosh, like <laughs> it's gonna, when's it gonna come out? Do I say anything? Do I not? Like, what do I do? God, please. If I you, can't take the cookie. <laughs> just this once, Lord, please, and I won't do it again. Like that's, you know, but yeah. it is 100% true. Like the truth will come out. Yeah. It doesn't, then we're not talking about it marriage. It did in our life. We've seen countless, the same We're thing. talking about everything. Yeah. 
everything. That's what the Bible says. God says the truth, like he will reveal the truth. Everything. Yeah, and we may not know all of the things here on this side of earth, but it will all come out one day. And when I feel like God reveals the things that are necessary in our life in order to propel us more towards him, right? Or to draw us to repentance. And so we saw that as well in our story and in our life that, man, if there was something that was still like in that Mm -hmm. detox process that was a little hidden, man, God God brought it out eventually. He did. And it was painful. Those Mm -hmm. things were so painful. But that process, that refining process was necessary because trust me when I tell you, you do not want halfway healing in this. No, you can't. I don't even know if that's real. Yeah, you don't want like, to fast forward the, the tough stuff. No. You don't want halfway. If you can't detox without being transparent. You can't reconcile without being transparent. Like all these things, that's why I was saying like there's not like Step one, detox. Step two, transparency. No, we're going through, you know, episode by episode, but this all blends together yeah, and bounces back and forth because I can't, I couldn't be fully transparent unless I was detoxing mm-hmm. and I couldn't detox unless I was being fully transparent. Yeah. They, they go hand in hand. And I would say for the, for the person who might be listening and you're saying like, okay, so you're, you're telling me like, I'm not supposed to dig. Right, but how can I guarantee? That you can't. You, <laughs> you can't. You can't. No, but I can give you some things you can do. Yeah, and and it's things that I did, and it gave me an assurance of who was really in control, and it was not me. Right. Mm. So if your spouse is in an area or a time where they're having to be in that detox transparency thing, and you're feeling the need to constantly dig because. Mm. Man, I'm telling you, I, I remember this so vividly and how what that does to your own psyche in those times. It is sure. it is intense. It's like it's like you are constantly in preparation for failure. And that is a very, very, very hard way to live. And no. you cannot sustain that for long. You really cannot. Your relationship cannot sustain that for long. So this is what you can do. You can pray. And that sounds just like so like flip it. Like, oh, so just pray. No. But no, I want you to get specific about your prayers. Yes. God says he will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you can bear. Yep. Often misquoted verse. <laughs> yeah. But what it really means at first Corinthians ten thirteen is that no temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. I specifically began to pray that scripture over you saying, God, if I know that there are temptations in life, I pray right now that, that when those temptations come, Mm -hmm. that you would see it for what it was and you would always take the way of escape, that it would be just like this neon flashing light, (laughs) like escape, escape, escape. And it also talks about fleeing from sexual immorality. Mm -hmm. First Corinthians 6, 18 I started praying that specifically over you too, that you would flee from those things. And I embrace the fact that these are, are from the word of God. And I wanted to stand on the promises of God. And honestly, I needed to hand that battle over. So I began to pray over your mind and my mind, like I never have before. And we will get into that in another episode, but I wanted to give some action steps for you. Absolutely. If you're specifically in this area, this 
particular spot of having to navigate transparency and detoxing. You need to take the weapons that God offers you and you need to use them hundred percent. And you need to do that to also pray over your spouse. Yeah. So that would be my challenge. (laughs) Yeah. It's a hundred percent challenge. Learn that, memorize that verse. Mm -hmm. And the, what Lisa says, the the way it gets misquoted is that God will never give you anything more than you can more handle, than you can handle <laughs> which makes no sense because you need God in every aspect of your life. Yeah. So why would you go to him if you never needed him? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's what's misquoted <laughs> all the time. And it's like, no, he won't tempt you beyond what you can handle, right? It's, yeah, it's in beyond the sense what you can bear. Of, yeah. Beyond what you can bear because there's always a way out. There's no new temptation under the sun. Yeah. There's always a way out. And when I look back on all the things that I did, like 2020, right? Mm. Hindsight is there was a way out. Yeah. There was always a way out. I just chose not to do it. But transparency, be transparent, be willing to answer those questions. Like if you're the betrayer, (laughs) be willing to answer those questions out of love Mm -hmm. because that's something your spouse needs. Like Lisa said on the other side, there's a fine line Mm -hmm. because some of that stuff you need to know, some of that stuff is just something that the enemy can use to just keep tearing you apart. apart. I think that's what you need to do is you need to ask yourself the question, is this helping me towards the end goal? Yeah. Is this going to help us in healing? This isn't excusing behavior, and this is no. not about hiding things. Nope. This is, you're talking about a, a time in your life where what what is necessary to know has been revealed mm. and is not being actively hidden. Yeah, that's it. Exactly what you just said. That sums it up right there. That's perfect. Yeah. All right, guys. We'll talk to you next week.